0: the Lord spoke to the fish which then vomited Jonah on the shore. When God speaks a second time you better listen. Let me tell you a story about Jonah an advisor to King Jeroboam the second an Israel first nationalist who hated foreigners. In the story the word of God would send Jonah on an errand of warning and mercy to Nineveh, a city on the Tigris River, now northern Iraq, then capital of Assyrian Empire, hated and feared the oppressive Gestapo of ancient Israel. Then in contrast to Jonah's point of view, the author would portray the love and unpredictable mercy of God, So in that context, you can imagine why Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh in the first place. That's why he boarded ship and headed in the opposite direction. What happened when he did preach to the people of Nineveh was amazing. They listened, repented, and God relented. He did not inflict on them the disaster which he had threatened. The final bookend of this early sermon was telling. Jonah was very indignant at this. He fell into a rage. I knew you'd do this. That's why I fled to Tarshish. I wanted action. I demand Nineveh's destruction. Otherwise, why have I gone through all this? Wasted my time. Spent three days cooped up in the belly of that fish. Their 40 days are up. Do it. But no. I knew that you were a God of tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in graciousness, relenting from evil. You might as well kill me. The story of Jonah was a protest against a specific situation. You see, from its beginning, ancient Israel had a vision of being God's servant with a mission carry out God's justice freedom, and redemptive truth to all people. Years of exile in Babylon had blotted out this vision, replaced by a spirit of vengeance and bitterness toward other countries. Neo-isolationism flourished, and its mission was in danger of being lost. Sound familiar? This is why (coughs) exile in Babylon had affected Israel internally. Returning refugees carried home a huge martyr complex, which looked down on anyone who had stayed home. Suddenly, in order to be an acceptable Jew, one had to prove that his ancestors were in the exile and that they descended directly from biblical genealogy. That exclusiveness, by the way, resulted in the break between Jews and Samaritans, considered unclean the interpreters one volume commentary on the Bible summarized God's merciful designs are not to be limited they include all nations even Israel's traditional enemies in other words Israel's mission was supposed to be universalistic now consider our own day Though our troops are still in Iraq and Afghanistan, the potential flashpoint is North Korea, its leader so ridiculous that a few Americans seem almost indignant if war doesn't happen. Now, I don't trust the leader of North Korea to repent, but what about the people, those enslaved by him and his evil system, or the South Koreans and our military and civilians there. This week, I hope you'll read the whole story of Jonah—just three chapters—and listen carefully to its message, so hauntingly real for this moment when life and death weigh in the balance. Brought home with those false alarms in Hawaii and Japan, it could happen. World War One started with far less. Scary. Someone on either side could do something stupid, even accidental, and most frightening in our case, on purpose. Scares me. Political? Life has implications when we touch reality. Listen to Mark's gospel. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Sound familiar with the story of Jonah? In the story, Jonah ran away from God's call. But Andrew and his brother Peter, the Zebedee brothers, James and John, followed. There is a connection between John's arrest and the inauguration of Jesus' ministry. We can't preach the gospel without being political, even as we must never be partisan. There is a difference. Good news is always specific and can be corporate as well as personal. The Episcopal Church believes in the separation of church and state, and I belong to an organization that works to keep that separation, which some denominations and politicians are trying to dismantle. Like Martin Luther King Jr., it doesn't mean we can't speak out against injustice and must, like the confessing church in Germany against the Nazis. Now, did you notice the links between Jonah and and Jesus? Jonah's three days in the belly of the fish, Jesus' three days in the tomb, 40 days given to Nineveh to repent, Jesus' 40 days fasting in the wilderness. So the story also has personal implications. It's easy to see another person's fixation but what are you running away from? What causes you to run in the opposite direction? What big fish is ready to swallow you if you don't address the situation that needs confronting? What is God calling you to do for you so you don't self-destruct? That's More difficult. So, what are you afraid of? The worst thing you can imagine could happen in your life is your Nineveh. That's where the fear is, the hesitation, and that's precisely where change can happen. That's the place where you can turn around, repent, and hear the good news in a unique way that will make you more whole person. The anxiety that's preventing you from going there, addressing your situation, that's your big fish lurking out there, threatening to swallow you up, even as you seek to keep safe, safely avoiding, keeping you from becoming who you are at your deepest depth and highest height. Jonah would ask you, so where are you running from that there you would find God? God's activity redeems. That's a wonderful word. Deems worthy. Redeems. Make worthy and valuable all your experiences leading up to this moment. Nothing wasted. Mistakes. Disappointments. Even dead ends join with your accomplishments to contribute to a life that is true and abundant liberating and fulfilling for you so in the words of the angel fear not go to your Nineveh and meet God there you'll find a God who is loving and forgiving totally accepting of you inviting you to a path of wholeness dare to run toward your calling Not away from it. It's there you will find fulfillment and meaning in ways you don't expect, can't even imagine, can hardly pray for. By the way, Jonah's name literally means dove. The ancient symbol for wholeness and peace. Amen.